Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the second episode of Millennials Revealed. My name is Laverta and I am the founder of Millennials Revealed. It's a community I created for all things millennial in the seven spheres of society. Those seven spheres are arts and entertainment, media, government, family, education, business, and religion. And then this episode, I will be doing a recap of my interview with Erin Nicole of Wonder Development and adding my own lessons from that interview that I applied this week. So stay tuned and listen. I'll, I'll start with gifts. Um, to me, gifts means you're, you have the ability to, to do something well. Um, it is, it may not be something you're passionate about it may not even be your purpose it's just something that you do really well um and oftentimes i'll come across um artists who they they really aren't even passionate about becoming an artist they just were like oh yeah i just been told i could sing all my life so i thought that you know i'll give it a try and it's just like yeah no (laughs) it's not it's not gonna cut it for me uh but yeah, I would I would definitely say that gifts is just something that you are you do very you just do very well and and whatever that is. Um, passion, on the other hand, um, which I love when when gifts and passion collide because for me that gives me the the ultimate package that I can cultivate because it's like when you're passionate about something, it's almost like there's nothing that anybody can tell you to stop you from becoming who you who you want to become especially like with when it comes to music and when it comes to to being an artist i think that's probably one of the number one keys that i look for in an artist is making sure they have that passion because if they don't um it could it could get boring it could get uh it could just become very um very robotic and um nobody wants a robotic artist so um passion is definitely something that i feel like drives you something that that you know you it just gives you like even if you weren't even getting paid to do it it's just something that you absolutely are like look i know that i i was made to do this i i discovered this passion and i want to live it out so um that's what i think uh, the difference is between gift and passion now purpose for me is pretty much that's given to you. You can't run from purpose. I feel like with uh, pretty much like my shirt says with with passion, it's almost like you could discover your passion. You you come with you, and it, you can have multiple passions. Like you just throughout the years or whatever, you just, you could just be like, you know what? You know, I think I'm passionate about cooking or I'm passionate about um, family and educate. Like you, it's certain things that you just discover along the way that you're passionate about. Um, but with purpose, it could be something that you you don't even think <laughs> that you would have you would have never thought of, and then you just, it just it hits you one day when you find your purpose, and it's just like, oh, this was why I was created. Like <laughs> this is is no running from it. Like it's it's literally it's it's given to you at birth, and once you come across that purpose, and all three of those collide, it's like you're unstoppable. Aaron's definition of passion versus talent versus ability and skill was so on point, but I wanted to be able to add another word to the mix, and the word is zeal, and zeal is defined as great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. I'm just going to say it again because I know I talk really fast. 
Zeal is defined as great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. Another definition is tireless devotion for a person, cause, or an idea and determination in its furtherance. It's diligent enthusiasm. It's powerful interest. Some of the synonyms um, of zeal is eagerness, intensity, enthusiasm, and passion. Okay, similar to what Aaron said, passion. And so I wanted to add this word because zeal consumed me in 2020. As I reflect on 2020, zeal consumed me. I had great energy. I had enthusiasm in pursuit of publishing, in pursuit of editing, in pursuit of writing, in pursuit of journaling. I had tireless devotion for these causes. I had diligent enthusiasm. I had powerful interests and I had a degree to back it up. So it wasn't that I was just doing this without a degree. Absolutely had a degree to back it up. I had eagerness, I had enthusiasm, I had intensity, and I had passion. Anyone want to talk about editing? We talking. Anyone want to talk about publishing? We talking. Anyone wanted to talk about writing or journaling? We talking. I had time for you. You can DM me. People were in my inbox having conversations. We having whole conversations about these topics. And people are just like, oh, this is good, this is good, this is good. And then later on, they just, you know, forget about everything that we discussed. It was just... Um, like they just wanted to have the conversation for the pursuit of having this conversation and then they would go about their business which to me is no problem if you're passionate about it like Aaron was in our conversation you're gonna talk off and on night and day day and night just you're passionate about it and so you're running with it and so for me what I realized is that that same zeal consumed me in 2020 we was having conversations I was in dms people were talking to me about anything related to these and I had no problem with it but I realized that the more I talked about it the more people were just sucking up the information and keeping it moving which is completely fine but I knew that that drained me in 2020 and I didn't want to continue that in 2021 so as I began to reflect about my goals for 2021 and what I wasn't going to allow in 2020 and what I was going to put a stop to was allowing zeal to consume my life. Not that it's a completely bad thing, but it has to be things that align with your purpose, align with your in interests, align with your skills, align with your talents. And that's that's what I think. Um it had to be those kind of things. And so Zill made me the yes woman. You wanted to climb on my DMs and talk about your book and talk about, you know, all these ideas you had? Yeah, sure. You wanted to get on the call with me and talk for 20 minutes? Yeah, sure. You want to get on the call and talk with me for 40 minutes? Okay, you might be pressing it a bit. But yeah, sure. I'm passionate about this. Let's talk. And I had to be wise about the conversations I was having because people would take the conversations. They would enjoy it. They would say thank you. And then they would go back and once again do nothing with it and that's not my responsibility to do anything with it it's their responsibility it's not my responsibility to necessarily follow up with people and say hey I know we talked about this idea have you done anything with it not my responsibility and I choose not to do it um, one of the things I also choose not to do in 2021 was become that yes person you know the person seeking validation the person seeking approval Aligning with that zeal and that approval seeking and that validation was something I was cutting off. I realized that because I'm zealous 
about editing or I'm zealous about writing that I was entertaining all kind of conversations with people that I was just like, oh, it would be great to work with you, but would it really be great to work with you? Or am I just zealous because you have a wonderful idea, but I'm not the one to develop that idea out of you. Maybe you need someone else, or maybe it's me that you actually do need. And so those are the kind of conversations that I was open to reflecting on um, this past week. And so a lot of things took place this week that had me stop, pause, really think, and pray because even in these overly zealous moments, prayer wasn't included in these moments. Prayer was not included in these moments, and that should have been the first thing I did. And even when I think about zeal and being overly consumed with zeal, I start thinking about Saul before he became Paul. Saul was killing people. He was breathing murderous threats. He thought he was doing the right thing by being overly zealous and sending these people you know, to die and, and having these people um, afraid of him and fearful of their lives because he's hurling all these murderous threats. It was his zeal that kept him to continue to do these things until the Lord approached him and was like, what you think you're doing? Um, and so for me, that became a big indicator for me to check myself and check with the Lord to see whether these things and these zealous pursuits of my passion was really aligning with what the Lord had called me to do or whether I'm just being overzealous and I'm keeping it moving. I don't want to be a soul. I don't want to be thinking that I'm doing something right and I'm overly zealous when the Lord's like, what you think you're doing, girl? I ain't call you to do that. And so those are the things I needed to check with myself about this week because I don't want to be a person that's not in line with what God wants for me and not to make this overly spiritual and, you know, overly Christian and all of that. But that's really important when we're talking about passion and zeal and pursuit of our passion, pursuit of our purpose. It's really important to align yourself with the Lord and align yourself with what he's called you to do and not become the yes person and not become the approval um, junkie and not trying to be the, the, the yes person that's going to bend at every person that comes by with the platform. That's another major thing. Um, me aligning myself with people um, that either have a big platform or a small platform. It, it didn't really matter. It was me checking the motive of my heart and realizing, hey, this aligns or no, this doesn't align. And if it doesn't align, knowing that God ultimately knows he's going to direct the path and he's going to lead me to the right people. So I can't allow zeal. I can't allow passion to drive me any longer in 2021 because I know where it led me in 2020. It led me to be the yes person. Oh, you got a publishing company you want me to help out? Sure. Oh, you got this idea you want me to help out? Sure. And it became, I'm going to say yes, right? The year of yes, I'm going to say yes um, and not pursue um the voice of the Lord in this. And I love Shonda Rhimes, love the book. It was amazing. Um, thought that that would have been the way to go, that I was going to have my year of yes, which for, for some people, it works. They, they take their year, it's their year of yes, and they begin to cultivate these relationships with people um, that align with their purpose, that align with their passion, and it works for them. For me, 2020 was not my year of yes, and I doubt 2021 will be my year of yes unless I seek the Lord and going forward. I don't want to be like Paul, who 
or Saul, who's doing all these things, who thinks it's in line with what he's been called to do and he's overly zealous and it's the wrong thing. Imagine you spending years doing the wrong thing, but you think you're right in your own eyesight. I don't want to be that person. So that conversation with Aaron really uh, brought some things into perspective for me. Um, let me know what you think of this episode. Let me know if it has challenged you in any way. Um, or if you have any questions for me, let's just take this time to chat.